0: Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 9.
1: Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach.
0: Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am so excited to have a very special guest with me today, Tanner Gears. And I am so, uh, I have such a tough task of even describing the guests that come on this show because they're so amazing. But I'm gonna give you a quick snippet of his formal bio, and then I'm gonna let him tell the story. Today, what we're talking about is achieving greatness regardless of circumstance, and I couldn't think of a better person than Tanner to help bring this to the Unstoppable Success Radio listeners and audience today. Tanner, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me here, Kelly. It is quite the honor.
0: Uh, You are welcome, and I can't wait for our audience to engage and and learn from you today. So just to give a little bit of a backstory about Tanner, um, he's a published author. He's a professional speaker. He is a U.S. Paralympian. He's the host of the Athlete Summit, which he's going to tell you a little bit about. He's been featured in various media outlets all over the country. He consults and speaks for corporations, educational institutions, and clients all over the country for nutrition, fitness, sports, and performance goals. He is a competitive athlete himself, which you guys know I love the athletes, and Tanner is passionate about improving coaches, athletes, and his own performance by pulling the curtain back on what elite coaches are successfully using today with their own Olympic professional college and high school athletes. He is on a mission to help millions of people across the country and all over the world to achieve their true gate greatness with his gift of cultivating confidence determination, and the will needed to achieve greatness in every circumstance, regardless of the challenges at hand. Tanner, I want you to start off our interview today with sharing with the listeners your backstory on everything that has transpired for you leading up to this point today. So if you could share that, that would be a great way to get us started.
1: So this is a marathon show.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it's more than you can fit into our 30-minute segment here, but give us the highlights.
1: Yes, I'll squeeze it down. So I was an All-American kid growing up, you know, excelling in school and sports and volunteering for various organizations. And then when I was 21, I was in a traumatic car accident when a tree came through my windshield and impaled me in the face. Uh, You know, I broke every bone in my face and my brain was exposed to the air so huge head trauma, broke my back. And so I went into a coma, but 19 days later, uh, I was totally blind. And so from there, you know, reset button on life and just trying to figure out what I'm going to do with myself. um, I felt hopeless. I felt worthless and really just started you know putting the rubber to the road realizing that if I'm going to achieve greatness it is going to be up to me I'm the I am the one that's responsible so since then I graduated from college I you know like Kelly said I became a US Paralympian uh, author and you know entrepreneur and so you know most recently I launched the athletes summit and just helping coaches and athletes achieve greatness in sport and in life so that's, uh, that's what has been lately on the docket for me.
0: Yeah, so just an unbelievable story, Tanner. I mean, you know, and and the reason why I wanted you on the show, and I sh- I'm sure everybody kind of gets the the feeling already from listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. I'm so selective about the guests because I really want to bring the best of the best to the listeners, and I want to make sure that every episode brings a unique perspective and tangible action uh, for the listeners to take that's going to improve their outcomes in their business and in their life. And I felt so compelled to get you on. On the show, because I, I think for anyone listening, whatever it is that you are struggling with right now, chances are, based on what you just heard from Tanner, it, it, it can't possibly um, pale in comparison to you know what he has been through. And and I think that um, just the fact that you are not able, not only able to recover from that situation and go on and do all of these incredible things with your life, but now obviously in your own successful business as an entrepreneur. You're really studying and providing, you know, coaches and athletes with the the how to's, the recipe and and the playbook, essentially, on how to improve performance and how to be the best that they can be, you know, in business and in life. So, I mean, obviously, you're a perfect fit for, for what we're looking to do here. Um, you know, Tanner, let's talk a little bit about overcoming disappointment. Um, you know, I, I want you to kind of go back to that time where, you know, obviously you, you find out 19 days later that you're blind and, um, you know, you're already obviously going through all of these surgeries and such, you know, heavy recovery. Your whole life has essentially been taken from you. You know, what was the, the turning point for you? Like, how did you start to dig out? How did you start to rebuild your life? Like, where did the fire come from?
1: That's a great question. And I think it's really applicable to wherever you are in your life, uh, whether as an individual or as an entrepreneur, a small business owner, is that just realizing the perspective and how important it is to have perspective. So, you know, I was, you know, I had lost 45 pounds. I'm a bag of bones and, you know, I'm, I'm all hunched over. I can't even hold myself up. And my dad comes in and he goes, Tanner, you know, chin up and I don't even move and so he comes and he sits down next to me. He knows something's wrong and and he says, you know, what's wrong? And I said, Dad, you know, I'm blind and he goes, well, is there anything I can do? Like, I understand it's tough. And he goes, I was like, you don't understand? I was like, my life is over. This is Mm -hmm. it. And he goes, Tanner, that is not uh, the attitude that I taught you to have. You know, you could be blind and you should be in a wheelchair you could be blind in a wheelchair and mentally you could be a vegetable. Tanner Mm -hmm. should be dead. Mm -hmm. That was the perspective that I needed. And he he goes, you know, it could always be worse. Mm -hmm. And so when I realized that, Hey, you know, it's really not that bad. I mean, how bad would it be if I was in a wheelchair and mentally a vegetable a lot worse than it Mm -hmm. is. So that's where I really started to look Mm -hmm. around and see, Hey, Where can I pick myself up? What skills do I have? How can I leverage the abilities that are here that exist today and make something happen?
0: I love it. That is so beautiful. I I can't, perspective is one of the most powerful things in life, I believe. Because when you have perspective, you have leverage. You have leverage over your own self. And I think our biggest enemy and our greatest opportunity is our own selves, right? Um, I'm sure you've you've felt that so you know you had this conversation with your dad and and I know that you quickly went over your story I don't know if everybody caught it or not but you know you're like a multi-athlete like you're in like multiple different fields that you're performing and competing or have performed and have competed um, even with these you know limitations and you have uh, you know bounced back obviously to overcome the odds so you know so you had this conversation with your dad you know he's like giving you this perspective he's saying you know it could be so much worse. You're like, okay, you know, you're trying to take that on, you know, and, and then how did it go from there? Because, you know, I I know one of the things that I see with business owners a lot is that when people do finally make that commitment, like I'm going all in, I'm giving this everything I've got, like tomorrow will be different. And they start making those changes. Obstacles arise obstacles immediately arise and start pulling you back. And it's like they're bouncing out of nowhere, things you never could have anticipated or ever would have expected. And it seems like from every angle, these roadblocks are appearing and it's almost like challenging you, like how bad do you want it? And so I know for you, it couldn't have been an easy um, progression. Like talk to us a little bit about like what what happened from there.
1: Kelly, I think you and I are sister and brother from the <laughs> Uh, seriously, because yeah, I mean, I, I, now this has been twice already where I'm just like aggressively nodding my head as you're talking. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, failures are going to happen. That's just life. You know, it doesn't matter how well things are right now for you. Failures will happen. And that's anytime, you know, even if you're just on cruise control, (laughs) you know, you're going to hit a pop. You know, something's going to happen. And there was a lot of stuff that I had to deal with. I mean, yeah, even though I'm out of the hospital and this that, and the other thing, I'm still on a pile of medications multiple times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still taking at-home IVs that are literally eating my veins from the mm-hmm. inside. I end up losing my left eye to an infection. I have an infection, another infection on my brain where I have to have four brain surgeries. And, you know, that, you know, that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know... You know, it's where everybody is is saying you can't do that. Right. Um, you know, it's and, and you know, so you start to have some doubt. Some doubt might creep in, but it's really like you said, the perspective and the choice to really decide, hey, I'm all in and I don't care how many times mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is to say, hey, what can I learn? What mm-hmm. can why did this happen to me? But what can I learn from this and how can I use that as the equity that will take me to the next level?
0: Right. And, and I think there we come back again to perspective. It's like, you know, it's translating this this challenge that you're facing, this situation that you're working through. And instead of honing in on the failure at hand, it's the ability to to step back, have perspective and then interpret it and use that interpretation to fuel moving forward and using that interpretation to determine what your next best path forward is going to be versus, you know, staying fixated on that failure. On that loss. So let's talk about finding the courage to go all in and and give it everything you've got. You know, I think that, you know, for people that are trying to grow their business or trying to get to the next level in their career or even just make, you know, big improvements in terms of their life, sometimes it can be very hard to share publicly what you want to do and to be bold and to be really honest about your aspirations because people will judge you people will have a negative opinion about you and even when you begin succeeding even then there there's more resistance to that so talk to me a little bit about you know finding the courage to be bold about your aspirations especially especially athletically and and about you know how you kept yourself motivated amidst the the small failures and setbacks that you were facing during that time
1: oh my gosh great question so I'm just like going through the catalog of things the little stories that I could share and you know especially when it comes to sports you know I was so fortunate and I think it, it really comes down to making the decision making the choice of going all in you know when I found out about track and field uh, you know it was like wow they you know, we can do this. This is amazing. You know, I want to be the fastest blind man uh, in the world. And so I made that choice. I'm going to be a Paralympian. Mm-hmm. I'm all in and I'm having a lot of success, you know, I ended up, you know, in my first year of competition, I ended up making the U.S. national team uh, that same year. Uh, we go down to Mexico for my first big international event and I bring home the gold medal. And, you know, at the time I'm, you know, my my jumps are putting me uh, fourth place in the world. And I'm on track to really, you know, breaking uh, some serious records and, and going to the top of the podium at the at the larger events in the Paralympics. And so I am trying to get in at the Olympic Training Center. The Olympians, the Paralympians, they all live and train together um, at the various Olympic Training Centers. And I just can't get in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I'm like, What what is the pushback? Like, I'm so raw. Um, right. It's like, what's going on here? And so, you know, in 2012, I, I'm still trying to get in and, and nothing's happening. The needle is not moving. And so I tell my family, you know, who I find out later does not believe that I could become a U.S. Paralympian. I was the only one. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm moving to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Like, what? And I said, yeah, I'm moving because that's what it takes. Right. That's what, if they're not going to let me live there, I'm going to I'm going to move there and I'll train there and they can't stop me from doing that. And I did, I moved to San Diego and within a week of me being there, literally a week at my first track meet, uh, you know, I jumped the jump that takes me to London.
0: Oh my God. I literally have goosebumps all over my entire body. That that's incredible. And you know, I love that story and thank you for sharing that. I didn't, I had no idea what kind of story you were going to share when I asked that question, but uh, you know, that I need everybody to hear that. Like, that's why I needed you on the show because, you know, you have to make the move first. Yep. That's what everybody is missing in their business and in their life. You have to make the move first. You have to go all in first. And I really want to be clear about what I mean by all in. And Tanner, I think you'll agree with this, and I want to hear your feedback on this. But you know, I hear from a lot of people like you know I'm a stay-at-home parent and I'm you know trying to grow a business, or I work full time and I'm trying to build a business at night, or I already am running this business. And I'm working you know 50 hours a week. Like I don't know how I can do anymore. And when when I say go. All all in, you know, I'm not talking about working 80 hours a week. That is not what I mean. I mean, go all in within the the confines of whatever situation that you are in right now to the best of your ability, to the best of your God given ability, like pushing yourself, expecting more out of yourself and giving everything that you've got. And I mean more in your heart of heart and in your will. And in the actual action that you take, I don't mean, that doesn't mean you have to go in and quit your job tomorrow. That doesn't mean that you have to um, not be you know, a good parent, you know, taking time and, and spending the attention and, and you know, giving your kids what they need because you need to shift everything into your business. That's not what I mean. But I think sometimes in life, We want the move to happen first, and then we'll go all in after we get verification or after we get that guarantee. And it doesn't work that way. And so, Tanner, I mean, I would love to hear some of your feedback and perspective on that.
1: 100 percent. Kelly, how many hours in a day do you have? Twenty four. I got 24 too. And so, you know, and we all got to sleep. And so at the end of the day, it comes down to what are we going to do with those Mm -hmm. hours sleeping? How are we going to manage our time? How are we going to stay focused? Are we going to let the hiccups, the failures Mm -hmm. slow us down? How many days are we going to put this off? Are we writing down our goals? Do we have the action steps to achieve those goals? Do we have the outline laid out for us? Do we have the tools and methods and concepts needed in place to make sure that we're getting forward, we're taking steps forward towards achieving those goals? I mean, when you were beating your fist and I was nodding my head, like, <laughs> how bad do you want it? You know, these, you know, it's in the details. The devil is mm-hmm. in the details. And, you know, I can't tell you how much success I've been able to do because I'm willing to do the little things that make the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's a really good point. And I'm actually, I, I, it's crazy because I'm looking at the timer here and I'm saying I cannot believe this is going to be a 30-minute interview. I'm going to have to have you on the show 17 times just to cover <laughs> what I want to cover with you. But um, I, I want to talk a little bit about you. You mentioned a lot right there. But what I want to back up to is you said, you know, do you have the strategy? Do you have the tools? Do you have the knowledge? All of that. And I think what most people don't realize is that to get from where you are to where you want to be in just about anything, where you are is, is due to some type of limitation of knowledge, understanding, experience, perspective, whatever the case. And for almost anything, there's also tools, training, resources, mentors, people, whatever the case, that are available that have done what you want to do and are willing to share that knowledge and expertise. You might have to pay for it, but that's how the world works, right? But like, you know, talk to me a little bit about with some of the goals that you are setting for yourself, because I like people to be able to also walk with some tactical action steps for themselves. You know, how do you break it down when you are trying to set out to achieve something for the first time that you've never done before and you don't Have a clear path of how you're going to get from point A to point B or how you're going to accomplish that particular goal. What are some of the things that you do to start uh, mapping out how you're going to make that happen and actually try to start moving the needle on that new goal?
1: Great question. So first off is turn off your phone. Uh, distractions are the time killer, the thing that could be the biggest roadblock between you really getting some traction. But once you turn off your phone, then it's right down that goal and work backwards. You know, the, the best way to figure out step A, B, C, D, E, F, G is to actually go from mm-hmm. goal and work backwards. What's mm-hmm. F? What's E? You mm-hmm. know? Uh, And and, and then so when you when you start to break it down into these tangible, these much more attainable, quote unquote, realistic achievements, then, okay, so, hey, I have these six steps laid out. This is the six steps is how I'm going to get from point A to point B. And then you go after that one step and you keep going after it until you've done it and move on to the next one.
0: Perfect. I I love that. And, you know, one of the things that I always say to my clients is you take every dream. And you turn it into a series of goals. You take every goal and you break it down into a series of milestones. And then you take a milestone and you break it down into exactly what you just said: uh, realistic, attainable action steps that you are committed to doing over and over again until you make progress. So I think that was that was perfect what you shared there. And um, you know, I know with your business with the Athlete Summit that you know basically you're you're delivering to individuals the feedback and the guidance, from these, you know, professional coaches and, you know, Olympic coaches and people that have coached people at the highest level in sport. And and you're helping people to learn those methodologies and, and to take that and apply it to, you know, the teams that they're coaching. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, what, what you feel um, some of the reoccurring keys to greatness in sport and in life are. What does that look like?
1: Great question. So, you know, what's so funny, Kelly, is that You know, there's so many coaches that get greatness in athletes, you know, playing the same sports, but they do it in a very different way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So there is so to that take home point is that there are there's not just one road to the promised land. Right. You will make little corrections here and there, but you'll get there as long as you have the most important thing. And what many of the coaches say, what separates the good from the great and the great from the legendary. And that is the mindset, that unstoppable belief. You know, when I think about the hundred meter final uh, for track and field, you know, if it's football, it's the Super Bowl, you know, whatever it is, whatever the sport is, whatever your entrepreneurial effort is, you have got to when you step up to that line, you have got to know and believe with every fabric of your being that you are the best one out there without knowing that you're the best. You're, you you. should have stayed home. You will need to stay home because everybody else at that line knows that they're the best. And anybody can be beaten on any given day, but that kind of mindset when you step into the gym, you know, when you are making a decision about your nutrition, when it's time to shut it down for the evening and really get that good quality sleep, all the little things are all focused around this one major goal, whether it's the Super Bowl, it's the 100-meter final. And you've got to know and believe that you're the best. And that's what separates the champions from, you know, the people that don't even see the podium.
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm a thousand percent with you. No, I was on a coaching call just before we um, hopped on our interview tonight and, and you know, I was coaching a brand new client on mindset and I was talking about the fact that, you know, increasing your sales, ninety nine percent of it is the confidence and it's not just understanding the the tactical execution of a sales conversation and how to be effective in that conversation, but it's your level of certainty. And I think it's so interesting that you said it's believing that you're the best and knowing that you're the best and working tirelessly to become the best and that it's the mindset that differentiates those who achieve greatness. So I, I have a question for you. You know, I have obviously like my, my mechanisms that I work with my clients on in, in, ter- in terms of improving this, but I am very interested in in your perspective on this, Tanner. You know, when, when someone is struggling with mindset, you know, say someone's listening to our interview today and they're like, okay, that sounds great. But like, I don't, believe that I can get there. I really do doubt myself. I do struggle with my confidence. You know, what are some things that you would tell one of your clients or even recommend to some of our listeners if, you know, they know that their confidence is one of the things that they are lacking. And it's because of that lack of confidence that they're not seeing the results that they want.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like it's a fear thing. And the best way to destroy fear is to actually face it. So if you're yes, you know, if you're not confident in making conversations, then go make conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very simple. If you, uh, you know, if you're having uh, uh, issues with the confidence, then you have got to put yourself in situations where you have to be confident. succeed. Yes. And, you know, like with me in my life, you know, I was putting myself in situations. And guess what happened a lot of the time? I failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then... Eventually I got over it and mm-hmm. it was, okay. I, that's, that's what happened. I'm not going to do that again. And, and what's going to happen next time. Mm-hmm. And, a, you know, a, a great example that I like to say is that, you know, I'm a published author, I'm a professional speaker. I used to suck. At mm-hmm. t- I just could, I couldn't write right. I couldn't tell stories and, but it was practice and practice and practice and facing that thing that I thought I was horrible at and, until I became great at it.
0: Beautiful. I I love it. I couldn't agree more. I probably have mentioned it on like almost every podcast episode already, but I I have to say it again. You know, it takes 10,000 hours to master something. You know, and so most of the time when people are struggling and facing failure at whatever they're doing, they don't even have enough experience at it yet to be able to master it. Like they haven't put in their time. They haven't put in the practice. They haven't perfected the craft. They haven't developed the perspective and the wisdom and the experience to be able to be a champion at whatever it is that they're doing. Um, So I I think that's huge. And then the other thing that that I'll tie in here and and Tanner, I mean, I, I think that you probably would agree with this is... Is, you know, back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you know, mentoring and coaching and online, you know, growth programs and, you know, all of these things were not as big as they are today. And it's now very mainstream. Like, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to achieve, you can find someone out there that's done it, that's focused now their whole life on helping others to do it. And so, right. So, you know, I didn't even know, like growing up, like I I wasn't even aware of this whole world of possibility that exists and the opportunity. And, you know, I didn't, you know, going through college, I never even considered being an entrepreneur, you know, and I started my corporate career, I just wanted to move up in the company and and achieve income growth and do all those things that I thought, quote unquote, thought were the American dream. I didn't even understand this world that was out there until, you know, I was ready to begin um, starting my own business. And at that point, I, I kind of, you know, dove headfirst into the whole thing. But, you know, I always say to people, you know, you can cut years off your timeline, you know, for success by just doing your research and aligning yourself with people that focus on teaching whatever it is you want to learn and put yourself in the best situation possible to get the tools, the training, the resources, the support, the education that you need, because you don't have to go at it alone anymore. You know,
1: 100 percent. I could not agree more. Why reinvent the wheel? Right. You know, you can you can put your own stamp on that wheel, but why reinvent it? Mm -hmm. Put your own flavor on things, but there is no need. Yeah, I could not agree more. You know, I I couldn't um, at a higher level suggest finding a mentor, finding a program, finding someone who has done what you want to do and learn everything mm-hmm. they done and then, you know, see what works and do more of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: you know, then you're going to succeed. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah.
0: And then be an animal implementing, you know, that that's the biggest thing is, you know, because some people do get caught up in that trap of learning, 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 but it's all stored in the brain and none of it is translating into activity. So I think keeping those things in balance. So um, Tanner, I would love if you would tell the group a little bit about um, some of your personal daily rituals for success. Like I want to know, like, you know, wh- what is your personal blueprint, your rituals that you live by that, you know, keep you at the top of your game, allow you to be a champion and help other people to become one as well?
1: Well, you're, you're right. And on that last point, it's action, right? You are not going to succeed or fail unless you take action. Um, and both of those things are, are, are going to happen if uh, if you continuously do it. So, you know, every day what I like to do is I like to first express gratitude and and forgiveness. So, you know, I don't like having chips. I don't hold grudges. I forgive people because that could be one of the biggest things that's coming between you and taking action, you and succeeding or you and anything that you want. Um, then being grateful for the little things in life. When you start being grateful for all the small things, um, you know, big things start showing up and gosh, what I can't think of a, you know, when I'm doing my gratitude at the end of the night, when I'm laying in bed and I can't help but smile and Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what a better way to go to sleep than with a smile on your face. Yeah. You know, and so true. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then also to letting go uh, forgiving and forgetting all any of the stuff that's happened to you today. And and please forgive yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: You know,
1: you know, whatever the reason is, whatever your fear, whatever your limitation, you know, whatever you're beating yourself up about, you know, forgive yourself for that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. So. Those are the two big things for me that I do every day. The other things that I do are physical activity. I can't express, and you know, you can go hard for 16 hours, maybe one day. Uh, you know, you'll be struggling to do that two days in a row. You can't do that five, six, seven days in a row. Uh, one of the things that really helps me with my mind um, and my body and my ability to perform and just stay so laser focused is being physically active. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, cycling has helped me take my mental performance to a level that I've never achieved before. I'm so grateful that I'm getting into that sport. But, um, you know, physical activity, eating the right things, staying the uh, hydrated uh, with water. And, you know, those are the, the foundational principles that are on the outside. Now, internally, it gets back to those action steps, right? Mm -hmm. I've got my goals down. I know what my goals are. You know, I have my goal I recite my goals every day. And so knowing my goals, being very conscious of that really helps me stay focused on the step at hand. I think a lot of times we can get bogged down with a difficult step. Uh, We can begin to lose momentum. And when you keep that end goal in mind, When you have that ever present in your consciousness, getting this step done, this step, the one that's most important right now, just becomes so much easier.
0: Perfect. I love it. That was that was really powerful. Thank you for that, um, Tanner. There's so much more that I would love to cover. So I'm definitely going to invite you back on the show again. But I do want to keep my promise of keeping these interviews right around 30 minutes. So um, I, I want to thank you for being incredibly generous with everything that you shared today. This was such a powerful episode, and. You know, I'm sure there's people listening that want to learn more about you, want to connect with you, want to see what you're up to. What is the best place for them to reach out to you?
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Kelly. It is my honor to get on this line and hopefully have a positive impact on your audience. But I'm most active uh, socially on Twitter. So dot com slash Tanner Gears is my handle. And Gears is, uh, you know, they dropped an E or an A or whatever when they came across. So it's just G-E-R-S. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm on Facebook. Check me out there. And then, uh, of course, on my websites, you know, you can uh, also check me out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's Athlete Summit.
1: Yeah, The Athlete Athlete Summit. Okay,
0: The Athlete Summit and I want to make sure I I share that you know if everybody you know if you're driving wait till you get to a traffic light or get to your destination or whatever but check out Tanner's website and um, read the about section it will blow your mind and check out the unbelievable pictures there he has uh, as well with some of his athletic endeavors so um, thank you for being an unbelievable guest I, I really appreciate it we had a lot of fun here today it absolutely flew by and I want to thank everyone for being with us for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you enjoyed the show today, I would be so grateful if you would share this podcast with someone that you feel could benefit from the powerful content we share. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're looking to accelerate growth in your business, systems and automation are key to rapid growth. Learn the top five ways that I automate growth in my business to turbocharge profit in your business by texting automate report that's one word automate report to 44222 just text the word automate report to 44222 and your report will be on its way i want to thank everyone for being here with us today and until next time dream big take action and don't stop until you make it happen thanks so much
1: Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen.